the Damaged Goods Podcast. Yeah, there was... Sometimes I feel like they were definitely necessary. Yeah. And then there was a point where I was like, I didn't want to be on them. I wanted to get off of them. Yeah. And it was hard to get off of them. Yeah. I don't know. Getting, and But it's funny, it's like, I want to be hopped up on goofballs. And I didn't even really know what goofballs were today. And so you told me, I was like, oh shit, well, I've been on prescription yeah. goofballs for years. But, yeah, uh, man, I've oh, been hold on. on the goofballs. It killed us air. Oh, yeah. So we've both been on goofballs. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I was on some of the same, probably some of the same goofballs, Selexa, which yeah, was like, that's the, yeah. that's the general um, SSRI, right? And yeah. then Klonopins then and uh, Ativan. Oh, yeah, and I gave you some, those Ativan I gave you whenever that was, like seven years, six years ago, were probably like vintage Ativans, because I had been off my prescription for a while, so they're probably old. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're good for panic attacks. Yeah, definitely. Like, when I got off all my medication, dealing with like panic attacks and shit, like you have to find other ways, you know, like what were, what were your ways to mitigate it without the medication, I'm saying. Oh, like, like back then? Or now, or now. Like, oh, now, yeah, it, now is like a mix. different story because, you know, like I'm not allowed to take that kind of. Oh, so what you can't even, if you were prescribed it, you couldn't even. Well, I mean, the thing is, is like that. some people will get around that. You know, I mean, like everybody's like recovery is different. So, I mean, I'm not going to like hate on people who like need certain medications, but like I, there's like, for me, there's different ways. Yeah. What like what do you do? Uh, you know, like manually breathing. <laughs> manually breathing. What's the other way of non-manually breathing? I mean, that, Respirator. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like <sighs> dude, yeah, deep breaths. Yeah. Just controlling that. It. I mean, it helps a lot. It can really help digestion too. Yeah. That, I mean, it's funny. Like people would be like, "Oh, just take ten deep breaths," and like it actually does work. Yeah. But it seems so strangely daunting to like sit there and just go. 10 times it's so easy but it's like fuck dude 10 deep breaths yeah right dude um, i always found uh exercise was yeah good. like to, to, especially like stress and anxiety like yeah getting the anxiety out of me like you exercising these days i do every day at least like you know walking a couple miles or so oh, exercising them beats exercising yeah. that music right <laughs> what do you are you're all exercising in ableton right yeah strictly? yeah yeah ableton. strictly yeah. No other production equipment or. Uh, I mean, like <clears throat> I have a MIDI controller that I rarely use, but uh, yeah, like everything in Ableton now. Exercise that music, dude. Yeah, did you like um, I don't know who's like a fucking who's a famous. I'm gonna ruin the analogy now, like some famous gymnast worker out guy, but with music. I ruined it. It's <laughs> ruined. We're hopped up on goofballs. <laughs> Damage Goods Podcast, my guest is not only a dear old friend of mine, but a very acclaimed uh, producer and former DJ, James Deese, Mr. Deese. Hey, what's house. up? Thanks yeah. for having me. Oh, it's a, it's a fucking pleasure. Cracking, um, JBJ, I might refer to James Deese as JB here and there. That's just like a, a fun nickname for him. That's my real with, name, actually. Yeah, but... I know, I know. <laughs> I was fucking with it. But uh, he, you're cracking these um, uh, limitless, these like, caffeinated water kind yeah. of coffee substitutes but it's cool because you brought like a six pack over which is early. Nah, just two just two cracking a couple that's cold ones for me yeah, that's the way to do it dude that's the way to do it yeah these are the cold ones that i crack now yeah man there you go 
so like dude i remember like when you used to make music like when we in the studio sometimes you get like like you know excited you know or whatever you kind of like vibing like physically you know like oh man i'm like you know listen to this shit or whatever when you're like producing now are you kind of just like in a different like i don't know kind of quieter like zone and not quiet but or are you like animated and excited and shit yeah i mean there are the moments where you're like you're hype you know you That's get with it it's like but <clears throat> i mean like i'm mostly just in my own apartment i mean you can say studio but like what is a studio i don't <laughs> no, have it's all, true. i don't have all that equipment but you've never but, needed all that yeah dude it's like all i need is basically a laptop and some headphones mm. like um when you know you used to dj a lot more you'd be djing all over and like i i've seen you dj before and like it's extremely live, you know, there's energy, everybody, not just you, but you're feeding off everyone's energy and you're standing up and yeah. doing stuff. And then producing, even if the music is like up tempo and full of energy, when you're producing, you're usually sitting down, <laughs> kind of in the zone, maybe alone, maybe there's a co-producer, but it's not like fucking 300 people and chicks with their tits out and alcohol flow. And it's, it's a different environment. And now that you're not DJing so much, like, do you... I mean, I know you love producing. You've always been a creative cat since I've known you uh, and an artist, but do you ever miss the energy and the I don't know, the, the, the vibe that kind of comes from, from being live? I mean, it's, yeah, sometimes, but I don't know. I think I've, like, grown into just, like, a different mentality nowadays. Yeah. I'm, like, a lot more just, like, reserved into myself you know and uh you can get a lot of work done producing with you know that's true that you know that type of uh whatever (laughs) i mean i also know it's like it can be draining to to be around not draining in a bad way but to like be around so many people it takes some more energy and to perform and be creative around lots of people is very uh, exhausting in a certain way you know it's like a it's like the x-men character rogue like her powers like if she touches yeah. you she absorbs it but then she's like fucked up for a little while and like you know i used to be playing live music or doing whatever and like i love it, it was awesome but it takes more out of you and yeah. just hitting the studio or writing it's like i don't know it doesn't use as as much of my energy and my you know my mental uh gasoline yeah dude i mean that's like i mean i'm pretty introverted you know and yeah. like just like being in public is pretty draining in itself you know like i, love I like it. I, love I hate going i to know the you do dude. i know you hate it which is it's kind of funny because especially like what your dj career like that's fucking public but it's it's different right it's not like you're walking to the grocery store you're up in a dj booth almost like in a separated yeah. from the group but still part of it you're not in the midst of the shit yeah it i mean you do have kind of like that behind the stage barrier mm-hmm. yeah. where you're like not involved in yeah. what's going on yeah and it's like I, when i would be touring with these big artists and bands you know we 20,000 person arena and sometimes for my job or a festival and i have to go out in the crowd handle some shit and it's fucking gnarly but I'm backstage with my past. Like, I can go to the tour bus, run on stage, hide in the office. Like, I can get away from the madness. And then I have friends who are going to these 
festivals and shows just as fans. I'm like, fuck, man, I I couldn't do that. I yeah. like, I would go crazy. I can't escape. There's no, you know, what I'm saying you're out there with the yeah, bands. you know, you gotta have like those moments to yourself. Yeah, just definitely. to regroup. Would you, Dees? Would you say I'm an introvert or an extrovert? Yo, I've seen like both sides from you Touché. over the years. Ever since high school, dude, you know? Yeah. I guess we're, we we can both be like yeah. that, you know? I think more often I'm more comfortable being an introvert. Like, I don't really want to go do too, I don't really like to be around too much. But then there's times where, like, I think I need to. Um, it's sort of kind of like the, the, the live performer in me. Like, now I just write, right? I write books. I'm not writing my book in front of a crowd. You read it down the yeah. line and you tell me about it or you listen to a podcast, but it's not face to face. So I don't get that like um, interaction with anybody. So like sometimes I like hanging out with like groups of people I know. I feel like I'm almost on. Like it's like, you know, not really. I'm not like going out of my way to be crazy or funny, but I kind of get the same feeling I used to get from performing and being around people. Yeah. So I need it once in a while, but then I like to retreat to my shit. But I definitely especially lately i don't like being around big crowds dude like i yeah. can't fathom going to a club again in my life yeah like as a like a party goer anytime there's an artist that i want to go see i will buy a vip section pass just to you not like, right? yeah not be around yeah, a lot of people i don't know like it's it's like it's the comfort of those things. Like also as I get older, like I go to some concerts of like older musicians or artists and it's in a place where you sit down, like, you know, it's still a big theater or some shit, yeah. but it's not like a, a hip hop show where I'm in the front row. And I do, I like that. I mean, I'm going to stand up here and there for certain songs, but I, I like to sit down dude. Yeah. I'm getting older and lazy. Yeah. You know? I can't be on my feet all day. I mean, I am sometimes, but you know, just cranky. I mean, dude, we both just had birthdays, cranky old men. I don't feel very cranky though, but I still yeah. do. I still don't act like my age at all. So you know. Yeah. Fucking my my girl bought me. Uh, she hates to like let me eat any junk food, anything bad. But she bought <laughs> Trix cereal today. She called me from the store. I was like, I want cereal for dessert. I eat it for dessert. Man, yeah, yeah. I've been buying cereal too for dessert. Well, just in general, uh, I'll eat it whenever, man. Uh, dude, it's. She was like, oh, they have uh, blah, 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 blah. They have tricks. I haven't had tricks since I was like eight. Yeah. So I was like, since I'm a big fucking baby, a big man child, give me the fucking tricks. I had a little bowl earlier. Gotta say, dude, phenomenal. Yeah. I haven't had them in like 30 years, dude. Yeah, those old school flavors. What's your go-to? I uh, just recently bought uh, strawberry honey bunches of oats. What? Strawberry. Yeah, they got the dried strawberries in there. Oh, that's kind of nice. <laughs> I like honey bunches of oats as deck, dude. I like the honeycomb. Uh, honey nut Cheerios. That's I think yeah. that's the all timer. Yeah. Honey nut Cheerios. It's the classic. Yeah. It's the best, dude. <laughs> or like if I had regular Cheerios, I would just put uh, honey on that shit. Bro, they make fucking fruit loops with marshmallows in them. The same yeah. kind of like the regular fruit loops just add marshmallows. Yeah, I bought some of those too the other week. Oh, hilarious. Not fucking bad. basic four, I would eat that shit. That was healthy. Frosted flakes, except frosted flakes, you gotta eat like right away. They what, get about, what about uh, grape nuts? Remember that they shit? They do. Those little like pebbles, they look like, like the food you feed a rabbit. It's dude. like eating it's like, fucking gravel. It's, yeah, it's like hamster snacks. Yo, James Deese used to have a, a pet rabbit. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I would like I come to Milwaukee. And like, you know, we go out to a gig, you DJ or a friend of yours and party, and then we come back to your your place and 
uh, in like the kitchen living room floor area there was like the fucking rabbit cage dude and it'd be like just chilling there like I'd like sleep on your couch wake up there's like this cute little dude yeah. fucking uh, in the cage did he ever or she ever get loose in the crib you know, there was two of them uh, the first one I had I I um what would it be called rescue I get or did you like find re, it in the re, readopted like I a guess. wild rabbit they were like older one of them actually the second there was Robert was the first one oh uh, yes I recall that name and then and then uh, Kova was the second one she was the one that uh, she was like blind and deaf. Dude, so she was like sucks. a lot more like chill, but like Robert actually yeah. got loose. I uh, I don't know where the fuck he went. He went. Did you like, never get him again? No, no, he was somewhere. He, but like he went into my room, like under my bed or something. <laughs> you like sleeping? It was like, like a he rabbit. Was really hard to find. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking just like you know how people who have pet snakes and like gets out and then they find it like a month later under the couch or that, something. Yeah, that's scary. Dude, my boy Franco, he, I we used to be in a band together. Um, he had this crazy cat. And I'd sleep over his crib in Queens sometimes on the couch. And I would have to put the blanket over my head when I slept because the cat would just jump on you randomly in the middle of the night with claws. Like, you never knew when. So not only is it freaking you up out of your sleep, it's like clawing my face. And I have like wild night terrors. I'm a sensitive sleeper, dude. So I'm like sleeping with the blanket over my head on the couch. <clears throat> Fucking cats jumping on me, dude. I'm like screaming in my sleep. Franco can't hear me. Oh, it was rough. It was rough, dude. I'm like, ah. Sucks, pretty freaky shit, man. Dude, you know, so I um I slept pretty hard last night. I like on my left side of my face. I woke up, my shit was like puffy. It looked like I got hit in the <laughs> face, right? And I didn't even drink that much. I fell asleep on the couch. It wasn't anything crazy, but I was thinking back, like when I was younger, and I'm sure you know you were whatever. Like sometimes, you know, you wake up like. On, on a pile of trash bags on the roof of someone's house or like, you know, or like you know, the floor in your house or bathroom floor. Yeah. The old hardwood floors. Yeah. Well, that, what, the, what I thought about it was uh, back in the day, many, many moons ago in a galaxy far away in Boston, Massachusetts, uh, James Deese and I lived together with a couple other homies. We had a big ass house, three floors. Uh, second floor where our rooms were, um, we had a bathroom dude that was huge. It was like, the size of your average Manhattan apartment. Like, this, I'm not even shitting you. Like, this was a big-ass bathroom. Like, unnecessarily big. You remember that one? Yeah. It, it and had the, the phone. Yeah, there was a phone in there. Uh, by the toilet. But uh, I, Like, hardwood floors. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, the, I remember, I personally, I woke up on that floor before. I found you on that floor before. I, I don't, well. Or I mean, in the tub. I, you were I in the tub. Rem- oh, yeah. yeah. I Dude, definitely. Like, I definitely shower naps were classic. Oh, so so James Deese is referring to these hardwood floors that were like shiny and pretty slick, and like yeah. <laughs> there's the oh wait, was it who fell down the back stairs? I did. Like I mean, I think everybody. Yeah, did, but you, and then Cross was... fell through the grate, walking <laughs> up right through his fat little thigh, like right through right through this grate. It, that that's why you don't wear socks on hardwood floors. Oh, you're going down. Yeah, it's so dangerous. I was uh, doing laundry. Oh, I just like you break your pinky toe. There's like nothing you do about it. Oh yeah, it's like, breaking your toes, you're fucked. Though it's like you gotta, you gotta just take that shit up, Dick, you know, or you're like lose that shit. I had a dream the other night that I lost my toe, my pinky toe just was came off in the morning. Wow. I wonder what that means, right? Yeah, yeah it means something. It probably does. I don't know. It's a weird dream. That's a weird dream. Do you uh? So like, I I don't really have a lot of good dreams. I have like night terrors, you know, f- you know, a few times a month or a week, but. 
occasionally I remember like a, a positive dream. Do you now like sober, like nothing in your system? What are your dreams like compared to how they might have been? Dude, that's weird because um dude, ever since I got sober, I've like I it's like really difficult for me to remember dreams. Really? I you would think that that's, it's the other yeah. way around, but you know what? I was on I and I don't even know if this is right, but I was like on a medication, like we were talking. I was on Celexa also. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that affects your dreams or not, but uh, I feel like it might have because like I am off it now and I still still have difficulty remembering. Really? Yeah. I, I always thought, you know, I, I, I still, you know, drink and party, whatever, but smoking weed is like the regular thing I do and, and often blazing before I go to sleep, you know, yeah. and sometimes I'd smoke to go to sleep. Uh, but I wonder, like, ah, oh, I must like fuck up my dreams, or maybe they, I just don't remember them. And then, I some nights I won't, or when I'm kind of not smoking a lot, like I, I'll have vivid dreams, not night terror, not nightmares, like good, but vivid. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, why can't I have these all the time? Yeah, that you know, is yeah, that a I, lucid I, dream? I, What's a lucid dream? Uh, that's like when you're like controlling shit. You like know you're dreaming. Oh, it's like a choose your own adventure. Basically, yeah. Those are the ones that feel like real as shit, right? When you wake up, you yeah. Feel like you're in yeah. When I was little, I'd have those like I got some cool toys or some shit, and then you wake up like fuck, there's no toys. <laughs> like that's like it felt so real, you know. Now it's like you wake up like, oh, this awesome thing happened, or I don't have to this stressful thing, but you wake up and you're like, no, you do have to pay this debt or this bill, or <laughs> some stressful shit. I don't know. Yeah, um, like I, you know. Speaking of which, I did have a dream last night, and it was, like, there's a very, like, slim window of what I remember, but, and it was, and it took place in, like, 2009, apparently. The, like, in, in the dream, like, you knew yeah, it was What a rant. It's I, not even, like, yeah. it's, like, a weird time to... Yeah, but like that's you know it's like very difficult for me to you know hopefully down the line I I can yeah. get back. What to were that. you doing in two thousand nine? What I'm trying to think. Are I don't you know, like wearing Milwaukee fucking DJ? fedoras or some shit, you know, with like f- plaid shirts. Really? Shit no, like that. you never did. I never seen you with plaid shirts. Like, really? Dude, I I I can bring up pictures. Because <laughs> you're like the man in black these days. You're like Johnny Cash, the electronic music Johnny Cash. Yeah. Only, I mean, I went through. When I was like super depressed before I moved to LA and like doing music shit, I went through like this year where I probably only wore black. I was just like always depressed, like day drinking. I remember like sleeping in my car a few times randomly. I don't know, but I just wore a lot of black. Yeah, very I, emo I, of me. In my, at yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know it. I was like, I'm gonna wear black. I was just wear like leather jackets, like not our dark navy blue, dark gray, just dark colors. You know. Yeah. Long hair. I when I had long hair. So emo. Same. Oh man, it's like I I don't wear a ton of black in the super hot weather all the time though, dude. It's hot, bro. It is. I but mean, I, like, I have a tank top on. Oh yeah, that's on, true. Underneath this. So. I mean, I guess right now it's not super super duper hot, but you know. No, not today. Yeah, like that's one thing I always hated when you tour and shit. Like you're encouraged to wear like dark clothes, so you know you, you don't stand yeah. out on stages or whatever. And that's fine, but then you do like these summer tours. And it's fucking, you know, 108 degrees in Houston or wherever the fuck you are. And you're like, you wear shorts and t-shirts, but you're just like all black. And it's just yeah, like, bust the tank top. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I would still do that. Black, like fucking sweating, changing your shirt three times in a day. Just like, you know, it sounds like that when you peel it off. Yeah. So grimy. 
So grimy. That's like the shower at the end of those nights is like the best showers, yeah. dude. I love that. And some dudes like, didn't shower sometimes? You're like, what the fuck? You're going to cl- crawl in that little ass bunk that's the size of a coffin all nasty and shit? Ugh. I re- you told me, like, I can't remember which country it was that you, you were in, but you said they, they like, outlawed, like, air conditioning or something, or they didn't have air conditioning oh, yeah. anywhere. Yeah. I'm, and it was summer. And oh, it was, it was like, like, in the south of France, dude. Yeah, and like, yeah that sounds right. They didn't right. even have fucking fans, bro, in, like, that's, some of the yeah, houses. That's, and it was a freak heat that's wave. That's trash, dude. Yo, dude, it was, like, freak heat wave coming <laughs> off the Sahara. So, like, the houses weren't even, like, Built where the air flows, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And without fans, dude, like sleeping, like just boxers, no sheet, no nothing, like sweating, waking up at like four in the morning, I would jump in the pool and go back <laughs> in the bed. Just don't even touch me. I'm so hot. It was brutal, bro. No fucking. J- Yo, James Deese was like AC King, dude. Are you still the AC yeah. King when you produce? Not really, actually. God, it's what like you changing, I get bro? like cold nowadays. Oh, shocker. Yo, this dude would be like November 18th AC rocking in Boston. Dude, I was like fucking overweight, though. What? Like, yeah. Dude, what are you talking about? You I were, was like 180, probably. That's not overweight, but you were like no, Yeah. I mean, yeah, but. I don't. You were not fat, dude. I, I was drinking a little bit, too. Yeah. How much do you weigh right now? Uh, I think I weighed in at like 155. And what, you like six foot? Yeah. See, I'm like 208. Six like two and a half. Yeah, so that's about right for me. I'm probably a little heavier than I've used the men, but yeah, still active. But, yeah, but I could go. I can like fluctuate five pounds in a, a couple of days, dude. Like, yeah, I can get totally. bloated and fat, and then I could switch it all around. I've learned <laughs> it's cool. It's like almost like a, my superpower. Yeah, yeah, I like it. But uh, I feel like if I could have one superpower, I'd want to have it. I could eat anything. It won't get me sick, fat, rot my teeth, nothing. Like I just fucking eat everything and be that'd be a great superpower. yeah man that or flying <laughs> something actually useful <laughs> x-ray vision i don't know so what um you put out you had a, a new project come out a couple a couple months ago right uh november yeah okay. was the last that's uh, like a single release ago. yeah was that a e- the ep no it was just a single a single so i mean how many singles are you turning out a year in like conjunction with like projects like full full-on projects uh so i'm not really doing like eps anymore only singles basically but i mean i could but it's it all really kind of depends like last last year i did have an ep which was like like super delayed so like that delayed. what do you mean like the release yeah it was like supposed to be done in like 2000 uh is it because of the label or you or it was a lot it was like the artists that were on it and oh so like and you had then, other artists on it like yeah artists. and then like the label by the time it was done the label was like well we can't release this until beginning to uh, 2021 shit. yeah who was some of the artists on it i had uh rocket power uh dub barsky and porn and chicken where are they from uh, Porn and Chicken is Chicago, and then Rocket Power dudes actually live out here in LA now. They're originally from Milwaukee, okay. though. And then Dub Borski is uh, he's originally from uh, like Milwaukee area, Wisconsin, and uh, he uh, I think he's out in like Portland now. 
Oh shit. Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Portland, Maine. Very different places. Um, yeah, Midwest repping, dude. You're like, yeah. You're it hard, dude. Smoking grits. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, like, yeah, you dudes would call cigarettes grits. And I know grits is uh, a, dude. Is I think food. that I think that was just like a super like like a brief. That slang. was like an, it was weird because I thought it was like a an inside reference kind of joke thing, but then I think like some other I heard some other people saying that I was like, what the fuck is regional that? slang grits? Dude. Yeah, regional slang, not the food, not the food grits, not cheesy grits, nah. which I do enjoy. I have some cigarettes, cigarettes, yeah, and like you know, in, in mass they call them like butts. Or squares is more of like a, a more modernized slang. Oh, yeah. Butts, you know? I call them gross. Gross. Yeah, they are pretty pretty gross, dude. When's the last time you smoked a, a cigarette? Nah, I don't, I don't even know, man. Yeah, you, you didn't really smoke. Nah. like a, You never were like a buy a pack smoker. Nah. I, what about when you were DJing and shit? Um, I guess you can't smoke in a club. Yeah, so not, yeah not even really that. Yeah. Sitting yeah. there like producing at the computer, just chain smoking. Just, nah. That That's would gross. be like an anxiety attack for me. I thought cigarettes would take away the anxiety. No? I don't know. Not mm-hmm. really. Um, I had like, when I was in Mexico, like like a lot, the last like two years, I spent so much time there. I uh, It was stressful shit I was dealing with. So I would go, and you can go get anything from the pharmacy. You know, like anything. Like, oh, yeah, 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 I know. So I was getting Valium, like Mexican Valium. It was uh, not the name brand, but I would get that. I would cut them into like quarters, though, because I didn't want to fall asleep. Sometimes I just needed to take the edge off. And I hadn't used any kind of medication like that since I got off the shit like eight years ago or something. Um, but I had to, dude. I was just like so stressed. So I cut them into quarters and shit. I just had like all this Mexican Valium, dude. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. you did, that's, At the time. That was like wild to me. I was out in Mexico too. And it's like realized they have like fucking anything at farm without prescriptions. Yeah. It's like Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, there's very few things like... My father was on a morphine patch for a little while, which is, that is one thing that's like very hard to get there. Like you have to have a doctor's know this and that. It's like, a, it was like a time release one you wear for like four days and whatever. Yeah. But that's like hard stuff. Other than that, you roll in there, you can get Adderall and fucking, you know, uh, Oxycontin, Viagra, fucking, you know, you name it, dude. Like, <laughs> that's I, crazy. I, I Albuterol down there, like the asthma shit's so cheap. It's quick and cheap. Yeah. You don't need your prescription for that shit, yeah. which is nice. Um, but like, fuck, there's tons of shit you can get down there, dude. That's like just no hassle. Yeah. Know, which is the move. And then there's this shit. Have you ever heard of this shit called, uh, I'm going to say it wrong. Modafil or Modafinil. I don't think it's Modafinil. It's like Modafil. Modafil. Not, not sure what that is. It's so I, I heard about it from some writers. It's, it, it was made as like an anti-narcolepsy medicine. So you wouldn't like fall asleep. But it's not an amphetamine. It's not Adderall or Ritalin. But like a lot of writers, uh, journalists and shit would take it because you could still like eat and go to sleep on it, but it just prevents you from crashing. It doesn't get you like going, but okay. you don't crash. And I got some of that shit and I would be like doing like, you know, a 12 hour car drive or some shit. And I would take like a half of one of those and it was great because it's not an amphetamine. So like I crash at the end of the night, no problem. And I'm not jittery, but I'm just not getting like sleepy behind the wheel or some yeah. shit or on a long show days. It was, but I, I, yeah, that's some shit you can get down there. I think you need a prescription here. We're not advocating that you go south of the border and buy drugs and stuff like that. Um, right? We're not advocating that. We're not advocating that. So what do you? So if you're only doing singles, dude, like, are you pumping them out like every month, two months? It, it's like, dude, I don't know, man. It really depends on who's gonna pick it up. 
I, are I you don't, not like exclusive to what the because la- I don't know the electronic music I, realm, so like, you gotta talk I, about the I sign like all uh, non-exclusive agreements. That's so like, smart. So, I mean, I feel like that's how it should be for every artist to, um, you know, they should be able to uh, yeah. explore and like uh, do like kind of like whatever they want creatively and not like be like. Uh, just like dedicated to like one area. I mean, but there are some artists who have like exclusive agreements that have like, you know, pretty good deal too. So. Yeah. I guess it probably depends like what they're, if they want to hold you, like what they're going to give you. Yeah. What they're going to do for you. So you're, you're, you're floating around fucking with whoever is fucking with you. Yeah. You know, and it's that, that's like part of the, uh, that's part of like the, I don't want to say struggle, but it's like part of the fucking like process of like doing music is just finding a, uh, finding like a home for it somewhere for it to go. And, uh, I mean, you can go down like, uh, uh, self-release. I, I don't really like doing that though. Why is that? It's a lot of work. Well, like the promo aspect of it all, or well, like it out? like making the artwork, and then yeah. um, you know finding a uh, dude. I don't even know who. Like I know TuneCore. You can work with TuneCore. Oh, yeah. I've done that. That's the only one that I'm familiar with. I did that but, like back when I had the band. And shit. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Uh, didn't you do like Bandcamp? Or yeah, some we did shit? like shit like Bandcamp and TuneCore was like for. TuneCore, I like what did that put it up? Puts it on like all the shit. Like you put it YouTube, yeah, like, like all the, all the Spotify. Like, I think it puts it up on for yourself. the stores and uh, like, and then you have to like maintain that. Mm. Yeah, you got to like submit your tax. Shit. It's yeah. I feel you do. The, I kind of hate having to do the business shit. The left brain, right brain, switching back and forth between creative and that business shit. It, yeah, it, it drains my creative energy away. Yeah. You know? So then, like, with the label, like, they just pick the art for you, or do you get, like, a say in it? Uh, I mean, it kind of depends. Usually I get, like, somebody, uh, like, an A&R guy will ask me if there's, like, any concepts that I, like, like ideas. Yeah. Um, Sometimes they don't. Track record where, like, these dudes, like, like, they know about you, so they're like, yeah, like, can we put this single out or some shit? Wait, say that again? Like, like you have a good track record. Like, you have, like, some, like, notoriety in your realm. So, like, these different labels, dudes, like, they'll hit you up about putting out a record or some shit, right? Um, yeah, some of them. But, but like, it's mostly, like, me. I, like, I would like to discover some of these other labels that, like, I would like them to discover me. So, like, I'm the one who's, like, reaching out to them. Mm. Kind of like, you know, like unsolicited, but I mean, that's just kind of how it works though. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, you got to get on people's radar. You got to do shit like that too. And I hear you. I can dig it. I mean, with like, with like electronic music and, you know, part of me, if I'm wrong about this, I do feel like the live aspect is such a big component and, you know, like I have a lot of friends who work uh, touring for big music or big electronic music artists and you know they 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 get their songs you know heard everywhere clubs and radio and sync licensing shit but like they do these big you know tours and shit because people want to come and listen to that shit or just see djs and i don't know do you feel like that you ever incorporate your djing again or like do you feel like there's a disconnect now 
Uh, yeah, I do definitely feel disconnected at this point. Would you I, not go back? Um, I don't know. I, I right now probably not. That's just right now though. Mm. That's living in the moment. Yeah. And uh, fucking dude, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Like I mean, like people change, like situations change, yeah. and uh, you know. Who knows? I'm I'm like really focused. Yeah, in I was on say, like you're more focused on that. Before it was probably more focused on the DJ. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. And again, it's like as we grow older and stuff like that. Sometimes you kind of have to contour your shit to where you're at in life, and it's easier. You're not like on the road. You're not up late nights and yeah. Like you're you're producing at the crib. It's a little more sufficient. I don't know if that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, like, you know, live shows and, like, touring is very important for gaining a fan base. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can also do that through uh, releasing music, too, but it's not, like, as, um, you know, it's, it's not as, like, prevalent as, like, going on a tour with a big artist. But, you know, I mean, focusing on my production right now, I feel like that's, like, fulfilling a lot. Yeah, as long as life. you're feeling this, the itch is scratched. Yeah. You know, that's all that matters, really. <clears throat> I mean, I've, I like, as long as I'm kind of getting what I need artistically, that's, like, what makes me feel good. I don't really, you know, need to branch out or do too many things. Like, I want to make sure I've, I'm, like, doing the thing I kind of want to do that I envision in my mind, you know, the picture coming out the way you want to paint it, and then I feel satisfied. Yeah. And everything else is extra. I mean, it'd probably be fun as fuck to be out there DJing, slanging some James Deese merch. Yeah, you know, like, fun. Yeah. Fuck fun. Fuck having fun is... <laughs> right? Not having fun. This is a very serious... This is very serious. Very serious. Um, I'm so unserious. You're unserious too. Very, very serious. No, I feel you though. Like it's kind of like it's fun to just like you know be able to produce and then not having to expend too much energy and just like like just do the shit you like, make the joints you like. Dude, the energy thing. Yeah, I feel that, dude. It's true, man. It's like it's tough, man. Like just being around lots of people, even in a city and shit, is is draining. Versus like if you spend some time in a small town or in the cut somewhere. You definitely feel a little like more relaxed and shit. Yeah, there's a lot of stimulation. Dude. Like there's a million billboards and lights and noises and fucking cars. Like all that contributes to it. Yeah, helicopters flying over all the time. Yeah, fucking some guys flying down the street like he's in the Indy 500 for no reason. Like just loud <laughs> shit. I hate that shit. I hate it. Yeah, I don't know. I like the mellowness. Do you ever like? Have you ever gone in like? Like uh, like almost like a retreat sort of to produce like go somewhere away. That sounds like a great idea. Um, I I guess like the last time I kind of do that, I did that was uh, I went back home to Milwaukee. Uh, let's see, last summer. So, I mean that was just like a few days and uh. Yeah, yeah, it was like my own hotel room there because like my <laughs> my brother's family was staying with my mom. Oh, so right? yeah, it was so, full house. So yeah, was, Danny Tanner, full house, yeah. Uncle Jesse. <laughs> yeah, it's an insider, inside yeah. joker. Um, that's kind of funny. You go home, you get like a hotel. I feel you though. That's yeah, funny. Dude, it's hilarious. I mean, I've always like, man, when I used to do music, I was like, I want to go to a studio like somewhere like in the cut. And like where you stay there for like a week and just like you're removed from everything and just like work on shit. That sounds like, like cabin. That does sound like a great idea, dude. Like you know, like 
you, you always see like documentaries, like a band will go do that shit somewhere. Like, oh, dude, you, you, yeah. you can't think about anything but the music. You're you're removed from it all. You know. Oh, love that, dude. I, I guess I could do that with writing and shit. Like yeah. Zone out. Sometimes you got to like, I don't know, man. I'm I'm easily distracted, like ADD style. So it's sometimes it's hard for me to like focus and get in that like flow state creatively. I yeah. Mean, you know, like I can't have a lot of other shit around me. So if it's just like I can escape it all. Yeah. That's the best for me. It is, you know. I don't know. You AD, you got ADD? You think? I mean, I'm not gonna like self-diagnose or anything. Yeah, yeah. But I like, got you know, in, like in high school, I, I they think, told me that I did because they wanted to put me on. Yeah, um, I think there's yeah. like degrees of it. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, mean, I don't, I don't think I have ADD. I can focus when it's something I want to focus on. Yeah, you know, but you know, sometimes. Although, dude, the other night I was trying to watch some like movie, my girl and I, and I was like can't this is too serious right now i can't fucking focus like it's too deep like i'm not i know i can't handle this and then i try to watch another show i was like same thing gotta bail we gotta put on seinfeld or something okay. easy that i don't have to think about that i already know like i just didn't have the focus abilities at the moment i was struggling i was struggling it happens though i'm moody, I'm moody. <laughs> so you're also a professor no huh no professor yeah a teacher of sorts oh <laughs> Not really, but I mean, I, I had somebody over today. I was just helping out with some Ableton shit. You had to, like, didn't you have to like get a like a like a degree to teach? That oh, shit? I, I I've been like uh, Beat Lab certified in Ableton. Yeah, so you're like a professor, dude. Yeah, kind of. Elbow patches <laughs> on your blazer, dude. A little ponytail. You got the ponytail. That's like they have like glasses and like ponytails. I, I have glasses too, but you they're do. like blue, oh, you do have a ponytail. They're blue blockers. How long is your hair? Right? Blue blockers, grandma Dude, style. It's like uh, my hair's down. It's <laughs> down to my waist right now. The blue blockers. Is, you were laughing at that. Yeah, yeah, that was the <laughs> that best. Was dude, like one. straight up coming out of like Golden Girls glasses. Dude. <laughs> I love those. Those are great. Yeah. I got uh, when I after I had like the LASIK, they give me a pair to leave the hospital in. And my boy Al, like, someone has to pick you up because you're in a wheelchair because you're all, like, they give you drugs to relax you. So I'm in this wheelchair, like, all loopy, and I have, like, blue blockers on. Dude, I looked hilarious. I wore those shits for, like, three weeks. It was great. Throwing it back. Blue blockers. You should, like, wear those when you, like, produce or DJ, dude. I mean, like, that's the what they're for, Charles, you know? Bro. Like, for looking at... Uh, screens? Yeah, for looking at computer screens all day. It's kind of smart, actually, yeah. So wait, like, they're not that dark then, right? Yeah, I mean, I, to be honest, it doesn't really seem like it's doing anything. <laughs> but it's, like, fucking whatever. It works, dude. I sometimes, like, sitting, writing, dude, like, looking at the screen all day, my shit just, like, fucks. Yeah. I'm so tired, dude. I'm sure producing, like, the same way, but, like, looking <laughs> at white and black. Yeah. It's exhausting. That's like, that's where like, you know, producing in the studio all day. I feel like I have homies that are like engineers or producers like that. And they're in the studio like eight hours a day, yeah. five, six, seven days a week. And like, I feel like just that kind of like sitting there in front of the shit after a while would get draining. It is. Got to take little power yeah. walks, dude. Power walks, kid. Yeah. Get your goofballs on. <laughs> is that insulting if you call them goofballs? No, I, I mean, I think it's fucking hilarious. But... <laughs> I'm laughing so hard. I'm joking at that. I mean, that's God punishing me for laughing at goofball. <laughs> yeah, dude, I like. I'm dying. You know CPR. <laughs> <laughs> I'm choking on a goofball. <laughs> I 
<laughs> what if I was? <laughs> Dude, what if if I die on this podcast, put this shit out posthumously, bro? Posthumous. Oh, man, dying. Dude, do you ever listen to metal anymore? Yeah. Yeah? You if you saw James Dees, listen with your eyes, you might think he was in a metal band, you know? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Do you ever flirt with it like the idea of like doing that kind of music? Uh dude, I actually I listen to some of my old projects that you're pretty familiar with. Oh, yeah. I was like, you know, writing it was like metal electronic yeah. music. And uh I was I, I just um actually I okay, I just signed with this label. I'm oh, not gonna shit. like say which one it is because it's not so out humble. yet. So like so humble. Well, I don't know if I'm. Oh, it's not hundred percent. I don't know. No, no, I, I've signed, but like, I don't know if I'm allowed to. Like, oh, we won't say that. It. But like, anyways, they do. Death Row Records. Kind of like, um, they they kind of like um, specialize in not only electronic music but like industrial metal kind of shit. So, so you're gonna like tap back in? I like you know I do have like that. Uh, I do have that like window of opportunity right yeah, there. Spread so. your wings, dude. Yeah. You're like Trent Reznor uh, with longer hair. <laughs> no, I think he has long hair. But no, nah, dude, like, I mean, you, you're versatile. And I feel like for an artist, it's kind of fun to like flex your, your muscles and try different things. Sometimes the fans want you to just do one thing. But yeah. I always like to, to try different shit, you know? It's fun branching out, dude. Yeah. A little metal. It's like, dude, I don't know. I think. I think every artist really wants that kind of freedom, you yeah. know? Not get held in a box. Dude. Yeah. Freedom, baby. That's what I'm talking about, you know? I, uh, like, I don't know. I, I, as a fan, sometimes, like, I definitely, like, I'll be that selfish fan where, like, oh, I don't like it when these guys do this type of shit or whatever. I want it to be the shit I like. But and then I have to put myself in my artist's shoes. Like, ah, dude, I want to do whatever I want, you know? Yeah, and then, you know, maybe give it a couple years give it a few years yeah. and then you're like that's true they were like yo they were fucking on that's some true. shit yeah i wasn't uh, uh up to the par like or i had a good curve they were you know yeah i feel that way a lot about shit it's smart sometimes i've always like felt like shit out my timing was off like i was doing this shit too early or like what if i yeah. do with this later did you ever have that feeling yeah definitely God, it sucks dude <laughs> dude like ah it sucks because that's like out of your control yeah People always say, like, it's not what you do it's or who you know, right? Which yeah. is true. You got to have connections. But uh, you got to be talented. But And you got to work hard. But really, dude, like, there's, unfortunately, there's this timing and luck shit that you can't control. Yeah. That's, that's a big factor. I think so. Uh, yeah, that's what it all boils down to. Yeah. And then, like, the, um, you know, the the whole listening to, like, music you've already released and then being like fucking i could have done this yeah, you know so critical and, but like you know that's all about like letting go and moving yeah. on you gotta like when it's out there it's out there you can't change it and you just gotta like let it live you could always yeah. really edit shit yeah totally times dude but at some point you gotta just whatever you gotta I'm, I'm actually rewriting a song right now but it's it's never it hasn't been released but i sent it out it got like some, no, like no response to like, but, like to like who like, 
or like you released it, released it. No, no, it's not like, released. I just sent it out. Like it's like I didn't shit. really get any response. So, um, and then I also didn't really like it. <laughs> well, I mean, dude, that's, that's like, like the that's what thing. it fucking comes down to. But dude, I, yeah, that's the most important thing for me is like I have to like the shit. Yeah, I, I thought that I did like it, but I, yeah, I don't. <laughs> dude, I don't know, man. Like I'm pretty self-critical. I think a lot of artists are. And it's it's like rare when I'm actually like I like this is this is this is great everything kind yeah. of came together I don't know are you harsh on yourself these days not like not as much as I used to be oh, nice dude kumbaya James yeah. Deese, dude very kumbaya Akuna matata or whatever I never I like, like I just really like just yesterday I got like fucking really discouraged really because, discouraged yeah from what I'm just like trying to rewrite this song and. It's like fuck. What if you, you know? just like let it, like set it on the shelf for like a few weeks or a month and then come back? But then it's like I, I have to like find another project to work oh. on because like I I'm like apparently now uh, doing like a collab EP with one of my homies and um, I just sent off like a track that I was working on to him, so now I'm like fucking. Uh, okay, I gotta find something to do. So I was like, I'm gonna rewrite uh, this one song. Dude, sometimes like I, I don't know, like I hit a wall though, where I yeah. feel like I've gotta step away because yeah, nothing's like I'm forcing it. Nothing's coming naturally, you know. I I did that. Um, I had a vacation that was like so like the music industry. I didn't even okay. Anybody who's listening, I I like to mention that I work at a uh, uh, administration uh, music publishing firm. So uh, every year the uh, music industry closes from uh, beginning of December until usually the beginning of January. Yeah, even mid-January sometimes. So I had a vacation from mid-December until January. And... I didn't really do music. On your vacation? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you need a little break. I, I like wanted to, but then I was like, I'm I'm not going to do it. Just, you know, just to like take a break. It's like weird. It mm, makes sense to me. And it's like really hard to like get back oh. into it too. But I mean, I feel like everybody needs to do something like yeah. that if they're, you know, like any sort of creative fresh eyes, fresh ears, yeah. fresh thoughts. Yeah, no, I think it's important to step back sometimes cuz you sometimes you get like so wrapped in to shit you can't see the forest from the trees, you know? Yeah. And if you get a little little space, a little perspective, you come back differently, not super different, but you know, you're going to look at what you're doing differently, you're a little more refreshed, you know? Yeah. I think that's important, dude. Like, you know, it's very people pride like the hard work thing so much and it's important you gotta work hard no much but like you definitely need other things in your life besides your main thing the things that are hobbies like that you're not trying to make a career make money off of uh, things to take your mind off the main thing you do so when you go back you do feel refreshed and shit you know yeah fucking vacations dude sabbaticals yeah yeah dude fucking yeah ramadan dude some shit that's not a vacation that sounds uh, no. summer yeah. vacation dude april vacation spring break where are we going for spring break Man, where did we used to go? I've never gone anywhere on spring break. I don't, I don't think, think I, I... Actually, sometimes I would go snowboarding. Oh, there you go. 
I thought you were going to say like Daytona Beach, Florida. From, from yes. when we were in school, I like, yeah, I would go to like fucking uh, Telluride or some shit like that. Where's that, Colorado? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Spring break, baby. Is spring break's probably coming up now. It's like right now, probably, huh? I don't know, maybe. There's like like two 20-year-olds like drinking fucking whiskey out of a boot in the closet at Daytona Beach, Florida. Fucking Cancun. A bunch of date rapists about to get <laughs> you charged. 